welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Stars Season 3, Episode 3, titled The Bitchler. My name is Joe Batance, and I am joined, as always, by one sassafras co-host from the podcast pod, is my co-pilot. Please say... She's a clown. To Taylor <laughs> the Latte Boy. Hello, Taylor the Latte Boy. Hello, Joe the Not Latte Boy. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. For Christmas, my parents got me one of them Visa MasterCard. You know those, like, Visa gift cards? Okay. Here's the problem with those things. Is it's almost like the world is too much your oyster. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, when it's Amazon, okay, I can I can deal. It's Amazon. If it's Chipotle, you know, I know what I'm going to have to do. When it's, when it's anything. When it's Sam Goody. Yeah, when you have a when you get a Sam Goody gift certificate, the little piece of pa- the little carbon copy piece of paper. Yeah, you Sam know that Goody. you can only go to Sam Goody. The, I tell you what, the, the trick is here, Taylor. What is? I just figured this out because you always you have to leave like a dollar or something like that because how are you going to spend a dollar unless you go to Target where they let you split cards or something? Yeah, you know. So that's how they they're not using all the money. You know, they mm-hmm. keep all that extra dough. I'm going to find that's out. how they get you. That's how, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna find a way to use it. But I, I used most of it today. On what? A bidet. <laughs> and I am so excited for this bidet. <laughs> Have you got to use it yet? No, I just ordered it today on Amazon. It came to, it comes here on Saturday. You you can order a bidet on Amazon? Oh yes, you can, and it was on sale. How? Did, okay, so it, so it attaches to your. It has great reviews. It attaches to your already existing toilet. It was twenty dollars, and it gets like these. Really? Yeah, and it has these. Fan- I'm drinking a bottle of water. It has these fantastic reviews. I'll send you the link, and um, I'll try it out first, and then I'll. Well, looky here. <gasps> you should see if the sale's still on. It was the, it was the deal of the day or something today. I may have to. What a difference bidet makes. Hmm. Um. Okay. Uh, anything went on with you, Taylor? You said you you had a story to tell me. Well, not, not a story, but just that uh, you made reference earlier before we started taping that you turned off your camera because, why did you say it? I didn't want you to see my butt or something. <laughs> yeah. So listen, so Taylor was having trouble with his computer doing something. So I go, listen, I'm going to use this opportunity to go get some water or grab a little bit of caffeine to get ready for this show. It's going to be a long night to get it out in time for you guys. So I go, okay, I'll be right back. And I turn my camera off. And when I come back, I say, I turn my camera back on and say, I turn my camera off because I didn't want him to see my butt when I was walking out the door. <laughs> Okay. So, and it made me laugh just because I don't think I've ever heard you say my butt before. But mm-hmm. uh, I am currently recording the show sans air conditioning in my house. <gasps> so our am I. Air, our what air conditioning it? just died. Well, uh, something with the air handler. I don't know what it is, but it's it's comfortable in here, but the door is shut. So it's going to get steamy at some point. And I was saying to my husband, I'm like, okay, well, can I leave the door open? But he's playing video games and mm-hmm. whatever. So he's just, I said, well, it's going to start to get hot in there. And he's like, well, why don't you just take off your shirt and do your do the show with the shirt? I said, I am not. Please do that. Doing a top. Joe Batanz hasn't earned the right to see these yet. <laughs> we should do it sometime where we do it shirtless. Just a shirtless but episode. We don't tell the audience till the end. <laughs> we go, guess what, audience? We were doing this shirtless. The entire time. Uh, Boo-poo on you. That would be horrifying. (laughs) Yeah, I think even that people would just know. (laughs) They could hear it. It would be an extra squishy episode. Yeah, they're like, what is that horrible? 
What Something's that, missing from this. Oh, the sound of cotton. The yeah, touch does, the feel of cotton. Why does it sound like earthworms are having sex? What's going? <laughs> what? What's going on? Oh God. So yeah, that's going to be really gross because you know it's it's warm over here too, and I could actually turn the air conditioner on. I just didn't think about it. Yeah, but, no, uh, it's it's the air handler is freezing up on me. So I know that pretty much. I happened to come home for lunch, and it was it was still cool in here because it's not you know if it was August this would be a completely different episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I turned it off for a while, and then when my husband got home before I did, he gets home about four thirty, and I get home on Thursdays about seven. He had said it feels like it's you know the, the pipe looks like it's been not it's not frozen anywhere, so I said turn it on, and it just ended up being that it really kind of needs to sit all night. I think it just completely defrost. So, and I am not good at changing my air filters. And while the air filter was not as filthy as it normally is, it was not as clean as it could have been. So, go ahead. I know you're going to so just go ahead. This week, the girls. <laughs> literally digging my own hole i'm looking at the time and i'm like fuck oh my god he got me again this week the girls perform in an improv version of the bachelor kennedy and milk don't get along anymore milk steps on trixie's jokes and the girls walk the runway in their best wig over wig couture on the main stage ben and kennedy are named the top two queens and are forced to choose among milk chi chi and aja by the way milk and chi chi is what we (laughs) should call our our shirtless show (laughs) In a lip-sync battle for their legacy, Ben and Kennedy go head-to-head, but in the end, Kennedy is named the winner of the lip-sync and chooses milk to sashay away. Taylor, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. I very much loved Ben as the cougar. Ben Mm -hmm. as the cougar was my favorite thing in the entire episode. I I thought she was great. Um... I appreciated Kennedy's performance, but I've met that woman living in Florida, and I feel like she got her spot on, uh, the cougar. Uh, Something else that I really liked was, hmm, it was kind of difficult to do, kind of difficult to come up with one. Uh, This Jeffrey Bauer Chapman or whatever was kind of easy on the eyes. (gasps) At one point, point my husband looks at me and goes, do you think he's gay? Which I was like, um, yeah, I think he might enjoy he's openly it. gay. Is he? I don't yeah. know who he is. Yeah, he's is, oh, he's been on the show before. That, that means nothing. So, yeah, so he's a former judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. That's the only yeah. thing he's known for. Her. No, no, he's also on the show Unreal. I think he's done other stuff too. Okay, because they said that they the girl yeah. they, mm-hmm. but they didn't necessarily say him. Yeah, I will say the the whole RuPaul kind of looking him up and down and everything was kind of fun, kind of mm-hmm. funny. So. Um, the thing that I did not like about this episode was spoiled milk. <sighs> I'm sure we are going to talk at length about milk. Yeah. But I, th- th- there was almost something diagnosable about his behavior tonight. It's insane, though. It, it's, 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 I've never seen, I almost wonder if he was always like that and the fake person we saw was in season six. And then he just got the confidence in the meanwhile to just show who he really was. Because how would you change so much 
in three or four years. I think it's I think it's possible, especially when you are given or get the level of success that he appears to have gotten, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, modeling for Mark Jacobs, who magically is on next week's show. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, that was in the next week. They say we have a special guest and it's Mark Jacobs. Mark Jacobs on my new Ultra HD TV. Terrifying. Uh Uh-huh. Because we're a salamander. We have got so much filler and Botox that we our face is just completely smooth. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, it was a little... I, I, yeah, I was terrifying. doing work while uh, they were showing the next week uh, preview. Interesting, interesting. So what about you? Two things I liked about the episode. I thought Trixie was so funny as that character, as... Uh, what was she again? What was the name of her character? The fake girl. The fake girl. Oh, my God. She was so funny. She legitimately had me laughing. I also like when the show is so obviously fake and it's so funny and they think it's tricking people. Like, does anybody believe that Michelle Visage was sitting there watching them do this? Oh, I assume she was. <laughs> no, you could totally tell she wasn't. Like, no one ever interacts with her. It's just her against a, a black backdrop. And I wonder why. Oh, I think they wanted to show reaction. They wanted reaction shots or like a, basically like a, an audience. Well, but they had the audience where they had the other queens. They had the other queens, you're right. But I don't know why they wanted Michelle. I don't know because it's really, really obvious at the end when uh, Jeffrey Bauer Chapman picks up Rue Mm -hmm. and carries her out. You can just tell she's not there. You can tell she's a horrible actress. She's horrible. And one thing I didn't like about this episode, you know what? You said Milk. I'm going to say this. As much as I was happy to see Milk go... Milk was right in the beginning, in the opening act, and Kennedy was being really salty and old womanish, and I was like, "What is wrong with you, bitch?" Like, Thorchy was clearly joking, and Chandler, and then, remember in the previous episode, Chandler, I mean, Kennedy's like, "I don't know why everyone thinks I'm serious. I must mm-hmm. just have rest and bitch face." I'm like, "No, this seems like this where you're like, I don't like it." <laughs> And it's not right. I still don't think it's right. I still don't think it's right. I don't like it. You know, which to me, it's just she's still trying to kiss Shangela's ass after Shangela saved her. And, and she, I don't know. There's, there's a whole thing that I, I didn't like it. Okay, here we go. After the elimination, Kennedy is upset about Thorgy's lipstick mirror message. Ben reveals she chose Thorgy as well, but hesitates to explain her reasons while Milk pisses off Shangela and Kennedy by defending Thorgy. But Thorgy, yes, she did have a smaller role, but there was opportunity for her in my eyes. Like mine, I had Mariah, but I, let me finish. When I saw what I had, I put my own elements in there. Stevie is not current. It's difficult to compare that to Mariah. Oh, I'm not comparing her to Mariah. I feel there were no gags in the music part of Stevie Nicks. Oh, Miss Big and Milky, honey. Season three, Shanji would have picked up my cocktail and threw it on that hoe. But as Beyonce has taught me, I should be a more evolved, grown woman. Okay. Shangela. Let's be honest here. It's once again, I talked about this uh, for people who are at the $2 level and above on Patreon. Uh, I did... um, uh, what I'm calling Rulaska thoughts. And I did a deep dive into this. Yeah. And it's like, Shangela, listen, no one is saying you couldn't do this. The point was, and you know, I was actually going to do something today, just time got away from me. Did you see that Tondrick Hall did a whole 17 minute uh, video about the hate he's getting? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. It's, 
we would have to and we have to be a whole other show where we analyze that. Like it's like there's all sorts of okay. deflection and logical fallacies and whatnot. But it's the same bullshit here on his part. On yeah, his part, like, or yeah, he's like, on, okay. I, I didn't, I wasn't intentionally trying to sabotage Thorgy. Like no one said you were trying to intentionally sabotage Thorgy. Okay, don't even get me started on that video. Anyway, this uh, Shangela, she keeps thinking that. Like, in other words, I think she thinks she sang the Mariah part and she wrote it. And and Milk was just saying that, you know. Yeah. But then Milk is, I don't know. What were your thoughts on that whole thing? They're all extra. They're all, the comment Stevie is not current, but Diana Ross is. is and is Celine Dion current? Yeah, no, Celine Dion. Like, there's a lot of that just, no. Girl, no. Was, and was, uh, no. But I, th- I think Kennedy, the whole, I think Kennedy was upset I think Kennedy was scared that she was going to go home. And a lot of that, a lot of that behavior, especially with the whole thing on the mirror and stuff, was just her transferring some of the fear and anger. She was just, she was just, it it wasn't necessarily directed at Thorgy. It was just, it was something to focus on other than the fact that she came this close to going home. So, but she just came off. Yeah, I was actually sort of mad at myself that I was actually agreeing with Milk. Milk sort of made sense there, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> but you know what we didn't talk about there was also Ben being like, uh, didn't want to reveal why she would have chosen Thorgy to go home. She doesn't want to commit to anything. So that's going to be really interesting next week. First of all, who do you think, well, we'll get there later, but like, Ben's going to have to, re- Ben is clearly struggling with having to explain her choices for the lipstick, yeah. you know, elimination. So, uh, and that was that was sort of weird and 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 bizarre too when we were watching that uh, unfold and she couldn't do it. Yeah, that 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 just felt like a I I have my own even though I said we're not going to pick out the strongest, we are kind of maybe picking out that we 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 are we have our own theory that doesn't go along with the whole kumbaya theory of elimination that she wanted to talk about the first episode but isn't willing to say that. She also you have to you have to remember they all know the game. You can't tell me that the ones that aren't there, when they get the whole bell ringing and you've got Alaska and Chad, that they don't know that that's going to happen. That was a huge twist from the previous season. So I think Ben is playing the long game of, I don't want to say shit that is going to come back when they're all standing behind the mirror that is going to come back that they heard what I said, that I said something shitty about Thorgy or said something shitty about uh, who she sent home the first week. Uh, Morgan. Yeah, but uh, not to jump ahead. How about the part where uh, BB said she had, didn't know about the elimination from All Stars Two? Yeah, that was a weird. Uh, did they have it where there were? Yeah, three? Yeah, there were. There were a couple. I don't where remember there, there being a three. There in were this. a couple. There were three. That wasn't that. That wasn't the first time. Okay, All Stars Two. Well, maybe she was. Maybe she was in Cameroon, so That's she didn't. True. Uh, I'm sure we'll get an know. email from people who will say like, "How did you not know on these episodes?" The blah, 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 you know. Uh, this is where Patreon co-host Evan Ayers would come in helpful because he would be like on All Stars Two. Well, he'll be the one sending the email. How did you not know this? <laughs> no, I'll just get a text message at four in the morning. The next day, RuPaul entered the workroom to announce this week's Maxi Challenge. Now, for this week's Maxi Challenge, you'll be improving your way through a funny little dating show we call The Bitchler. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be doing unscripted comedy scenes with our bitchler, played by the dreamy star of Unreal, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, to make things extra twisted, I'm... Wait, I'm going to stop here for a second. Everyone needs to listen at how bad the the ADR, we'll just call it like extra voiceover is. They they clearly needed Rue to come in and say extra things, like they had to change some words or she's they couldn't hear her. Whatever reason, they needed her to say extra things. And it's so obvious. See if you can... It's terrible. It's you terrible. Can, you can hear it, it is terrible. To make things extra twisted, I'm going to assign each of you a date partner and a funny personality type to play. Aja and Kennedy, you'll be going on a two-on-one date. All right. Kennedy, you'll be the party girl. And Aja, you'll be playing the super needy girl. So insecure, it hurts. Oh. Trixie and Milk, you'll be working together. <laughs> Trixie, you'll be the fake bitch. Okay. Milk, you'll be the psycho stalker. Bibi and Bendela, you'll go on a date with Jeffrey. <laughs> Bendela Creme, you'll be the cougar. Naturally. Bibi, you'll be the shy virgin. Oh. You tell everybody you're pure, but you secretly want to lose it. <laughs> and finally, Chi-Chi and Shangela, you are our polyamorous duo. Oh. <laughs> In the workroom, Bibi wants to be a virginal African princess, but Ben secretly disapproves. Aja wants to act like a crazy bitch, but Kennedy secretly disapproves. Chi-Chi struggles with improv, and Trixie and Milk seem to be watching everyone else and commenting. In the confessional, Milk makes a bizarre admission. I feel good about playing the stalker bitch because it's sort of like an easy transition into this role. Because before I started dating my boyfriend, I stalked him on MySpace. And just like check out who his friends were, and and that sort of led me to like becoming friends with his friends, and then being friends with his friends led me to meeting him. So I'm very confident about my role as psycho stalker number one. Okay, Taylor, I, I have very big thoughts on what Milk just said, and along with other things that happened in the end of this act. But what do you have to say about what Milk just said? Uh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> How old is Milk? He is, like, 29, I think. Is he 29? Yes. Okay. So, if you are looking at... That behavior is, is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that behavior is, is terrifying. Mm-hmm. But you figure... He said MySpace. So you figure Facebook's been around for about 10 years and it was MySpace before that. Mm-hmm. So that puts him at probably about 16, 17, which if we all didn't know a crazy gay in high school, we were the crazy gay in high school. And I could see somebody doing something like that that shows a lack of maturity, which is something a common theme that I think we are seeing from Milk. You know what's so funny? I didn't notice he said the MySpace thing. So, yeah. what's funny is, this actually plays into my theory that Milk is lying about his age. Because, don't let me, go, don't let me wrong, Milk is a beautiful man. But he looks right. older than 29 or however old he says he is. It's around there, 28, 29. Maybe even, I t- maybe even 30, okay? But to me, he looks about 35. And don't get me wrong, he looks like a beautiful 35. Yeah, I know, he's, but, yeah. But okay. he doesn't look a... He doesn't really look 29 or 30. That just seems really odd. Now, sometimes big, tall white men can look like that. 
So mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he really is, but but then that would make more sense with the stalking part of it and meeting the friends and everything like that. I know he ha- he has a long term partner. Did we find out an age yet on milk? I'm well. You type in milk age, and it's all about how long can it be before uh, you have to throw away milk. So let me milk. By the way, what are your thoughts on that? Let me tell you this. I never believe. How long can you drink milk? Well, yeah, you know, like because you know what's so funny is I buy this lactate. Okay. Because if I have, I'm weird with the lactose intolerant. Well, you look this up. Is when you find it, by the way, Ed, tell me. Uh, twenty nine. Oh, he's twenty nine. Okay. According to his, and profile. let's even say thirty now because it's been since All Stars two. They filmed it mm-hmm. like last summer. Let's, let's let's say thirty. When did MySpace? When did when did? Because I would say MySpace ended when Fox bought it. Can you find out when Fox bought MySpace? Because it was okay. it was already going downhill then. Well, no. Let's just say because Facebook took over MySpace and Facebook took over like when MySpace was ending. That was about two thousand six, right? When Facebook got big. Uh, maybe a little bit later than that. I'm starting to get with friends. That I'm starting, like, long-term friends where I'm starting to say, you've been friends for nine years or ten years or that kind of stuff. So Yeah, but the kids were on it before the older people were. Because there was a weird, you had to be in college kind of thing. Or school. Okay. It was a, they didn't open it up to, like, regular people till like, 2007. But it was big. MySpace was acquired by News Corporation in July 2005 for $580 million. Yeah, and it was already kind of fading by then. So let's say 2005, 2005, that's 13 years ago. So, yeah, you're saying, like, 17 like 17, 16 years old. I don't know. This sounds, to me, it sounds more like late 20s, early 20s. But let's take him at his word. Okay, at that point, all right, fine. It, 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 I guess it's a little bit more forgivable. But, but I'll be honest with you. This I was ranting and raving about this today. Because, you know, they released this first act uh, earlier in the week. I've been ranting right. and raving about this. Milk is a beautiful man. He's probably always been beautiful. So when a beautiful man stalks somebody, they're like, oh, you know? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this. One time, a, f- <laughs> a friend of a friend and I got, had uh-huh. a disagreement. My friend Jonathan, okay, he's my friend. He had a friend named Chris. And he had, Chris and I got into it in a drunken fight, right? Mm-hmm. And I told him to go fuck himself. Mm-hmm. And Chris told Jonathan that was the worst thing anyone's ever told him. I was like, wow. Yeah, I was like, wow. Talk about a touched life. Yeah. So I, so Jonathan tells me this, and I go, you know what? I'll apologize. I call Chris in the morning to apologize. doesn't answer. I call him in the afternoon. Then I leave a message. I didn't leave a message the first time. I leave a message the second time. And I say, mm-hmm. hey, I want to apologize. I get a phone call from Jonathan saying, stop stalking Chris. Okay? <laughs> so let me tell you this. That's what happens when people who look like me Call someone <laughs> two times a day, two times in one day, you know, they're like, stop stalking me, right? They're, they're type, they're feverishly typing how to file a restraining order on Google. I'm, I'm being honest. When I go to the supermarket, if I'm walking down the, 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 into, into the supermarket with a basket of food and I see a little boy by himself in the aisle and I need, that's not the last thing I need before I need to go home is in that aisle and he's by himself in the aisle. Fuck that. I'm just going to walk around. Until he's out of that aisle. Because I know people think I'm a child molester. Or like going to kidnap him. You know? So that's what happens when you look like Shrek and Jabba the Hutt had an abortion. Oh. Together. All right? Okay. But this milk, he actually stalks somebody 
and it turns into a long-term relationship. Well, okay, he stalked, I'm assuming, another 16-year-old. Yeah, 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 I think that's the same age. Or somebody of that age. It's I, I, I still think early that, that makes 20s, it right. Not that children should be stalking each other, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, I, I don't know. The whole thing is creepy. But he's hot. So Not milk. You, you in the supermarket with the little kid. That's the creepy part. Is that creepy? No, it's not creepy. And the fact that you think, you assume that you have that effect on other people makes me sad. Oh, really? That's a sad statement to make. Yes. Me tell- you, you, un- unless you are standing up against the kid, licking your lips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or asking, you know, asking him to bend over and reach something down the bottom. That's but let me, different. But let me but tell you this. I don't think you're doing that. I think you're walking over. And I just dropped my phone getting- over. But let me tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you this. I've been in group therapy, uh, uh, gay men's group therapy, and they've all agreed that they all have similar thoughts. And I have a straight okay. friend who says he thinks the same thing when he's like a little girl's by herself in the supermarket. I don't think this is okay, uncommon. Well, no, I think that we have been conditioned to assume the worst in people. But I also don't think that everybody in the supermarket, I mean, if you are not doing anything, if you are not putting yourself in a situation other than the fact that you are standing in an aisle where, again, well, not again, but there are security cameras everywhere. That's always like the... Okay, well, I'll I'll sidetrack. I worked for many years with kids. Mm -hmm. I worked worked as a children's bereavement counselor at a hospice. And I used to have kids. that must have been a depressing job. I love that job. I love that job so much. That job was very rewarding in all ways except financial. But what I – kind of understand what you're saying is because I would go to the clients. I would either see them at school, the kids at school, I would see them at home. And if I saw the kids at home and they wanted like privacy, I remember specifically there was one little girl that wanted me to go to her room with her. Mm -hmm. And what I would do, I would purposely do this. I would, I would not shut the door all the way. I would make sure the door was cracked. And anytime I talked, I talked very loudly. So that way they could hear my voice. There was never anything quiet. And we were doing things like playing Uno or like playing Candyland or something like that and talking about feelings. But it was never – I was never going to allow my student to be a situation where the mom and dad looked at each other and went, they've been really quiet for a while. And somebody comes barreling down a hallway to make sure that I'm not doing something horrible. But I also – get you know especially when you're in stores like that there are cameras everywhere it's kind of similar to there have been times where i thought to myself when i look at something in a store i don't want people thinking i'm stealing it mm-hmm. so i always kind of very making a very grand <laughs> gesture put the item back in case you know jerry the security guard is sitting in watching all the cameras he's decided to watch me because mm-hmm. i always figure if somebody ever like stopped me at a at a storefront I would say, look at the cameras. Look at the cameras. You can see that I didn't do that. I had a situation once with a my co-host where I had given her a CD that I didn't want that I got for Christmas, and she threw it in her purse and forgot about it and then went into Target. And then when she came out, the thing went off, oh, no. and they stopped her, and they found it, and she had to convince them that she didn't do it. And she's like, you know, I've – you know, I'm Taffy Carlisle Huffington. I lead a very nice life. And they were like, yeah, you're the one you, you the people that have all the money are the ones that shoplift because mm-hmm. it's a thrill for them. So I got a dressing down and talking to when she got out to her car. Why? You I'm didn't like, do anything. Sh-? No, I said, well, you should have unwrapped it or you should have taken it out of your purse. She's like, well, I wasn't paying attention. I'm like, then that's your fault. Here's, here's, you thief. I'll tell you what else is her fault. I don't know how it is in Florida, but I think it's, it's probably the same in Florida. Did you know you do not have to stop when that alarm goes off? 
You can just keep on walking and they can't do anything about it. Well, there are times I do it where the alarm goes off and I like kind of look around, but I know I didn't take anything. So I'm like, well, I figure they'll yell for me if I. Yeah. That's and, a... Oh, yeah. There's all the times video of people grabbing a TV and just running and, and not stopping until they get out. Yeah, to the yeah, car. yeah. It, 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 people out of behavior actually do stop, but uh, you don't have to stop. Uh, nice little tip there. Of breaking the law from Joe Batanz. In the workroom, BB wants to be a virginal... Oh, we already did that one. So there were other things I wanted to talk about this, actually. What was this? She Everything with this BB, she needs to be a virginal African princess. Well, that's, this is the first time that in a... In a isn't this the first time in the, in the show that she's wanted to be a virginal African princess? Or this was just I her? That's always her thing, right? I think that's always her thing. That was the only, that huh. was the only thing I wanted to mention. Uh, Couldn't help but notice she was safe again this week. Yeah, well, we can't get into that. If people, people want to hear our thoughts about that, you need to listen to The Rumor Mill with Joe and Evan on patreon.com slash drag race recap for only $1 a month. Hear all the rumors, conspiracies, and tea. Now, by the way, we've already run out of rumors, um, conspiracies, and tea. <laughs> now it's just Evan and I talking about the show some more and making fun of people in the chat room. But you know what? Oh, good. But here's the deal. L- let me tell you this. It's still a good show. Ask anyone. Ask all of your friends who are on Patreon. Ask anybody who's on Patreon. They still like it. They still tune in. They still look forward to it. I would say the first 10 minutes are about conspiracies, rumors. Maybe we'll talk about this Todrick Hall video on Monday. We'll see. All right. There you go. Yeah. I have a lot to say about it. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh... It's time for The Bitchler, and RuPaul serves as the creepy host. Jeffrey Boyer Chapman shows up and is ready to meet the girls as they exit the limo. BB and Ben seem to do well, while Milk acts like a fool, and Aja fails to impress Michelle. I had to open it myself. My name is Aja, and this is Woofy. This is the only person who actually stays by my side. Oh my God. When I first saw Jeffrey, I just knew from that moment that I would do anything to have him. I will kill someone. Can you believe they made me open the door by myself? I didn't yeah. even close it. Should I go close it? Should I, I think open? Maybe you better close would it. You? Oh, I don't do anything for myself, but for you, I'll do anything. Thank you, Aja. It's a pleasure. You don't love me. I'm going to make you love me. Meanwhile, Trixie made a big hit with her entrance. Thank you so much. You're a beautiful driver. I really appreciate it. Oh, (laughs) my God. That taxi was disgusting. It smelled like a barn. He was gross. He was late. He drove like a maniac. Hi, I'm Trixie Mattel. I'm 27 years old, and I'm from sunny West Hollywood. And some people might say I'm fake, but those people are alcoholics. He's not even that good looking. I have to go. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. You're even cuter in person than you are on TV. Oh, that's very sweet of you. You can have, like, this sexy, like, Denzel, like, Gilbert Gottfried, like, <laughs> but, like, sensual. Do you know what I mean? Hey. I like my men like I like my coffee. Incapable of loving me back. <laughs> Bye, Jason. Uh, Sorry, Jared. Jeff- Jeffrey. <laughs> Okay, Taylor the Latte Boy, your thoughts on the limo meet and greets? Uh, if we're talking specifically about these two, Aja had moments of tr- of really funny. The the I'll do anything to make him love me. You know, that's sort of where she put her head down, or I'll kill somebody. Mm-hmm. That was that was funny, and the comment at the end. It was a little too 
on the nose as far as the needy goes, right. where she pretty much came in and said, I'm really needy. You know, it, it didn't necessarily if she she could have played that more subdued yeah. with the whole, you know, well, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? You know, does, is that the right? I think that could have gone a lot further. Um, Trixie was great. Trixie was Tri- Trixie was very funny. Some of the comments that she made during her double date with the, well, he's a five, but he's an L.A. too. What are you or, talking you know, about? We're not there st- yet in the show. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I didn't know if we were going to that. Sorry. <laughs> That's right. You have so, okay, on. But, she, but she's, you know, even the, the, the getting his name wrong and all that kind of stuff. And the thing that I liked about that was that he did a really good job of playing along. Of looking annoyed, looking t- kind of confused, looking sort of, I, he was he was a very good actor for this for for this uh, challenge. Yeah, you know, I was a little worried about this challenge because when they do things like that, it can either be really good or really bad. And I think that this actually tended towards really good. Even the people, at least in this act right here with the limo meet and greets, um, mm-hmm. is. Most there was no one that was embarrassingly bad in this part. In this part, in this part right here, I don't think there's anyone part. who even totally even Bebe when she came out with the throwing the rose petals yeah. and all that kind of stuff was kind of was kind of funny. Yeah, and even like Chi Chi sort of kept it. You know, she was she was with Shangela. Uh-huh. And do you think? Well, that's a whole other thing. But like, I wonder if almost they were helping Chi Chi along here by putting her with Shangela. She didn't have to be by herself. Well, the whole where she was like, you know, I love where she she almost kind of played that Jennifer Coolidge character, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. talk, going back to the beginning of the show where she was just that airhead. She could have gone a lot further with that. That 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 just was. I think she. Well, she talks about it later, but it 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 wasn't as there wasn't a lot of nuance in these performances. No, for the most for part. the most part, there was no nuance whatsoever. But. Um, but Ben did a really good job. Yeah, like you said, she, he was amazing as the cougar. Because the cougar, usually when they do a cougar, they Trinity they do like the Trinity Taylor style cougar, which is like over sexualized mm-hmm. Lana from Three's Company, uh, kind of cougar. That is a reference that nobody gets, by the way. Yeah, I was gonna say, didn't she just die? She just died. Yeah, she just died. She recently. just died, she died within recently. the last couple of months. But I was shocked to see how old she was. Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> No one listening knows who we're talking about. No, if you're listening to this show, you know we're going to talk about random characters from first seasons of <laughs> 70s sitcoms. It's it's going to happen at some point. If you don't know who we're to, talking about, Evan, Google it. <laughs> okay, so, uh, but she did, a, Ben did a very nuanced performance as this a cougar and i think she did a yeah. good job and I, but for the most part everyone did there was no fails here so uh, this bravo everyone uh, on wait, on the on oh. the limo on the limos on the limo uh, i milk was a little too over okay the top. you're right with the but you know what if that would have been it with the binoculars you would have been like okay i i i feel milks you're buying it in this part and then it's it, well, let's get let's, let's get you get to the next part. On the two and one dates, uh, the girls teamed up to take their chances to show off their improv skills in a hot tub with Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Ben and Shangela impressed, and Kennedy surprised everyone with her strong performance. Meanwhile, BB was one note. Chichi seemed to struggle, and Milk was extra. Trixie performed with Milk, and Trixie tried her best to squeeze a word in edgewise, but Milk's over-the-top performance seemed to really step 
Aunt Trixie's jokes. Do you remember when you wore these shirts on Unreal? Uh, I know the style. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've seen every episode of Unreal. You I don't like every know episode. Jeffrey like I know Jeffrey. <laughs> Hold on, I have to take this. Yeah, I'm here now. No, she's you, like a weird Do I come across call. as like crazy though? Oh. <laughs> like, do I look crazy? That's just a really strong word. He's like yeah. a five. I can't handle it right now. I can't handle it. You're a little different. Yeah. No, he, no. <laughs> No, he's like a five. He's like, like an LA five? two. Stop talking to me. What? <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> People call me psycho, but I don't think I'm psychotic. I just think I'm really passionate about finding love. Yeah. Wow, the and leaves. And that's in, why I'm too. here. Me too, man. The With leaves you. in your hair are so fun. I wish she would leave. Okay, Taylor, your thoughts on uh, Milk and Trixie's on Trixie stepping on Milk's spot, spot but also the two in one dates in general. Well, my favorite line in the entire thing was, do you know how to remove a catheter? That made me that made me do a spit take. Who that, that was line? the funniest one. Ben said that as the cougar. Okay. So getting to that tragedy mm-hmm. that was that performance. As someone who in his past, it was a restraining order away from being a stalker probably at one point back in his late teens, early 20s. You would milk. No, me. I, I, yeah, no, I, I have, I, uh, I pretty much followed my high school, like, true best friend, true first true love to Florida. That's the reason I ended up in Florida was because he and his family were moving here and I decided to go to school here. It wasn't the only factor, but it was a huge factor. Didn't I admit something like that recently? I don't remember. Oh, maybe it was on my other podcast where I talked about I went to my college because um, my first... Oh, no. No, girl. He he was moving to Fort Myers, which is like two hours away. But I got into a school in St. Petersburg. And then three weeks before graduation, he and I got into a huge fight, which, spoiler alert, was caused by me being crazy, mm-hmm. a crazy closeted homosexual. And he wanted nothing to do with me. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've sent in my acceptance letter to this school in Florida. What am I going to do? And he, like... Because we had had plans to like, or at least in my head, I had plans to totally go down and like visit him for weekends and spend time with his family and all this kind of stuff. And then there was like nothing. There was like, there was, I was not. And then I purposely got an invitation because I didn't go home for Thanksgiving. I knew a girl in the dorms that lived in the same town as him which was like two hours later, and got an invite to her Thanksgiving family dinner so that at some point over the course of Thanksgiving weekend, I could drive past his house. Oh! And he saw me because he was a valet at a restaurant. And he knew, and I had a very distinct car. And at one point, he found out, why am I giving you all this ammunition? He was like parking cars or something, and he was right at an intersection. And it was, I was sitting at a red light with all of these other college kids in my car. And he like called a friend of ours back pre-cell phone days and said, is Taylor in town? Because I think I just saw his car. And all of my all of my other friends were like, no, I don't know, but he's not home for Thanksgiving. And then when I went for Christmas, I'm like, oh yeah, I was totally down in Fort Myers. And then it was like, oh fuck, he was trying to find fill in the blank and, you know, wear his skin. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I have not like that, but I have a similar story. I'm going to use that to plug something. Even for people who, because Patreon supporters don't know this. Taylor and I are going to try one time because when the show ends, Taylor and I have to sit and, and Taylor has to process his part of the show. It's a whole thing, right? And we sit and chat for like 20 minutes. 
And so I'm going to record that and release that on Patreon. Okay? Okay. For two, the $2 tier called uh, Filler Queens. Okay? I have a story to tell you. It's it's the mo- I, it's something I've never admitted on a podcast ever. Okay. And it's it's sort of not like that, but Cuckoo Town stalkery that I was in love with someone and did something very very creepy and weird. And I'm embarrassed okay. about it to this day. So that we'll talk about that after the show. Okay. I don't want But getting to milk. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're talking we're talking about drag queens yeah. this episode, right? Um that he went the exact he could have won this challenge. He was given the Mariah role. Yes. If he had played that rather than this crazy cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs kind of looking like that, but played it very creepy, very quiet, very letting things out under his breath going, you know, I know you wear this kind of underwear or something like things like that. You know, when I was in your house, I did, you know, I took the hair off your hairbrush, like you know, making comments like that under his breath. It would have gone much better than than what it did. But he just came off as this deranged. Like it didn't make any sense. It wasn't any, it wasn't anything. There wasn't anything attractive about the character. You know what I mean? Like it it was just not not something that anybody would want to even sit next to on a on a two for one date. But that's sort of what's hard about improv, and it's um, one of these things where it's not fair. Well, actually, it shows you Trixie's skill level because Trixie has obviously taken some improv classes, some sort of comedy classes to work on that, and so she knew to shut up, okay, and just like ugh, okay, but. A lot of times the people who are doing improv who have never taken improv classes, don't know anything about it, Chi-Chi was sort of doing this too, is they start screaming and acting hysterical. Aja's a good example. They go with screaming and hysterical when it's actually a lot more subtle and, and taking advantage of the moment, which Trixie and Ben, who both have some sort of training, and even Shangela to some extent, who's an actress, is they know how to read the room and respond a lot of improvs about responding you know and yeah. Trixie I mean and Milk was trying to drive it and he came off like a crazy person so uh, yeah it was crazy now I have the access and the timestamps for anybody else is there anybody else on this that you want to hear there um, like you're like that one was really cuckoo or crazy or anything like that no I mean the Ben one was my favorite one but I, I don't need to, we don't need to hear that again okay it's elimination day and the mirror moments are on point. Chi-Chi worries about her performance in the competition. Trixie longs for the day that she can pull out a win. Ben, Shangela, and Milk speculate about the bottom three. And Shangela has run out of both tea and shade. That was my take on no tea, no shade. It's kind of hard to figure out who the bottom two are. Like, well, let's I say three. Like, who would you think the three are? I th- I mean, if I were going to say three, I would say Aja, Chi-Chi, possibly BP. What do you feel, Mio? Wait, I saw your face. Why would Shangela so say that? Rather than say two, let's say three. Who would be in the bottom three? Do you think they knew there was going to be a bottom three? That's a really good point. Why would they say three? I didn't realize that till right now. Yeah, because when we're watching it, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know there yeah. would be a bottom three. What a weird statement. 
yeah, that's a very odd. That's that's almost like the equivalent of the I know this week I'm going to sell it. Milk sachet. Away. Well, we, you know, we've heard from Raven that there are that there are producers underneath the, the tables and hidden around who who kind of coach you what to say. So they may have told Shangela mm-hmm. and Ben like, "Listen, ask who the bottom 3 are going to be and just get into it." I will say and I wasn't okay. lying, the mirror moments are much more natural. Like it there it it doesn't seem as forced as it did last season. <laughs> It's funny you say, well, okay, I'll let you play the mirror moments because I have a comment about something. I'd have to agree with Ben. I felt like two out of three of those are correct. I'm on my third variable one that I kept going back and forth on was between um, Aja's and yours. I thought I killed it. The idea of being in the top is so exciting. Well, hallelujah. Meanwhile, in another part of the workroom, Kennedy reveals her feelings about milk. What do you think about this whole situation with milk? <laughs> it's just hurtful because I thought we were all better than that. I think I would have chosen Thorgy to say. I find Thorgy's concepts in her looks much more exciting. My drag, right? Beat your feelings is really hurt. Yeah. If you don't care about me, you don't care about my salad drag, you're entitled to that. I'm upset at the fact that we work together a lot of times. And what's hurtful is when you feel like you have this certain relationship with your so-called sister, Uh and you come to find out it's something else. And they end up reading you like a dog and stuff, throwing you under the bus. We stop conversation after that. She hasn't said anything to your face yet? No. Not even talk to me. That's how I know when people ain't real. What goes around always comes around. And that's what I believe. You right. I also feel like she's been like the most like kind of rude. Like, I just feel like sometimes she just doesn't give like some of us the time of the day. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I'm just like, like I think more so. Well, like, at least you notice it and saying it and not me. Yeah. I look at it like this. I'ma still rock this runway in my dated ass and my dated ass gonna help me go on and uh, win this. Yeah. And that's how I see it. Okay, Taylor the Latte Boy, your thoughts on all the mirror moments. We included two very long ones, but uh, what were your thoughts there? Well, the milk thing, I mean, it, it, say what you will about Shangela. Okay, I'll she say... Gi- she gives... <laughs> she gives good television. She does. She definitely gives good television. And she also... She reminds me a lot when she gives some of these confessionals. She reminds me very much of Bianca Mm -hmm. in that there is a level of maturity and a level of we're all men in dresses. I get, I, you know, we're all in on the joke. You, this one, I don't know what the hell she's thinking. And when she made that comment of like, I don't know what delusions. She's under there seemed to be a genuine like I don't I don't understand this. It wasn't being said to be bitchy. It wasn't being said for to for for a read or to try to get more airtime. I think Shangela recognizes she can say what she needs to say and it'll still get airtime. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I milk there was a level of delusion there that I understand confidence, but there's confidence and there's delusional, and we have definitely tiptoed into delusional. It definitely feels like you know, and I know you posted something from Reddit. You or Evan posted something from Reddit on our Facebook page where uh, it's Scooby Doo and they're pulling off Milk's face and it's Fifi underneath. Mm-hmm. But Milk is definitely getting the crazy cuckoo Fifi edit this 
this season. Well, you know, we all know what happened. But what's funny is if you would have asked me in between last week and this week, I would have thought, oh, well, the show is going for some sort of redemption for Milk. And we'll see her around for a while. And not that they was like, no, bitch, she's going down in flames. They went all in. They went all in on the villain edit. Yeah. So, and but, but and when I say that, I'm not trying to defend Milk. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, she gave them the material to which they could use to create this, create the storyline. But there was nothing even remotely attractive about that. She was not cute this week no. at all. And I, the, the the statement – well, okay, I always do that where I want to go ahead. But there are statements towards the end when they're going through deliberation in the workroom that were just – oh, my God, that's so gross. That is such a gross statement to make. Um, moving over to the Kennedy, Aja, Chichi mirror, mm-hmm. the first thing that I thought is it's not personal, it's drag. Because mm-hmm. at some point, everybody's going to have to vote everybody yeah. off or, you know, there's, go- there's going to be something where, you know – Who's your sisters in drag now? Somebody's going. Somebody's going to. Feelings are going to get hurt. The thing that was most distract, or thing that was most fascinating and distracting, was watching Kennedy put on her makeup. Every time they kept flashing back to her with the weird, where we kind of have this like, our eyebrows aren't there, but we've got the weird bug eyes, and we've got the. But then we have like this weird dark like beard thing going on where we're going to do contouring, and it was almost like in like TV shows where they keep flashing panning back to a character and the character's hair is getting bigger and bigger and bigger like every time they kept showing her it was more like ah you know like every time you'd see her but i i think she took it way too personally i think that when you make a statement like thorgy thorgy i liked thorgy's looks more i liked what thorgy brings more that doesn't mean that you're bringing less that is a personal choice and she went to the she went to she took it personally that doesn't mean that Milk's not an asshole. I'm just saying that she took it personally. You know what's funny is, like I said, when I was defending Thorgy, my weird defense of Thorgy is I'm not a fan of Thorgy. And I'll be honest with you, I'm glad I didn't see Thorgy this week. I didn't want to see her in The Bitchler, and I didn't want to see her double wig look. I had no interest in seeing that. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I agree. But you, it was her. It was her time. It was her time last but week. But it, it was just fucked over how they did it. But here's what's funny is... Shangela is clearly getting this hero edit, okay? And I feel Alaska in All-Stars 2, even though she was totally getting the hero edit, she didn't have the entitlement. She doesn't have the entitlement that Shangela seems to have. Where Shangela carries herself like, it's mine to get. In fact, Shangela tweeted today about telling me how she has to work her way back. And it's like, no, bitch, this isn't like... All-Stars 3 is happening, like, at season 5 time. This is yeah. years later. You know you're much better. You know you're beloved. You know you're friends with the people in WoW. Like, we just noticed right now she said, let's say, top 3. She knows she's in with the in crowd. Don't play this game like you're still the underdog. She's pretending like she's the underdog. And making these Daenerys Targaryen references... Oh, girl, that whole thing. I'm just like, this is the Hunger Games all yeah. over again. This is, this is the May Hunger Games. May the odds be from, forever from in your favor, bitches. Ever in your favor. Yeah. And then you're like, that's an All-Stars 1 reference for people who aren't nerdy like me and Taylor. Um, <laughs> right. And it's, it's, it's getting tiresome. To, I, like, yes, Shangela is very talented. But the entitlement and the 
Like she's acting like she already you don't won. Think Alaska was entitled? Well, at the end, she was, but at least she pretended for a while in the beginning that she wasn't. I was gonna say, I there were parts of that that I think she knew she was. I think she felt very entitled, and when she had that slip up, oh yeah, then, then with the I'll pay you ten thousand dollars. That was that was fear and desperation because she thought I fucked it up at the last minute, and the crown was mine. Party. <laughs> Meanwhile, now okay. it's time. For the looks. Okay. So first up, we have Ben de la Creme. Mm-hmm. And Ben came out wearing a very basic dress that I did not like at all. Very basic black with a, uh, I forget how, she kind of had her hair in her typical Ben de la Creme style. And I did not like it at first. And I gave it a four. And then she removed the wig and she had a long ponytail. And then she immediately ripped off the skirt to have a wig skirt underneath, and I crossed out the four, and I gave it a six. <laughs> so, I liked that. But how about you? What did you think? I don't have numbers. I'm like you. You know what's so funny is on the first time I saw the skirt after the reveal, I was underwhelmed. But when I actually got a closer look at it during deliberations, I was a big mm-hmm. fan. So, uh, I didn't give numbers. I just give it a large toot. Okay. But if I was going to give it a number, I think I'd give it uh, a six. I'm with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So next we had Bebe Zahara Benet, who came out wearing a Asian-inspired light blue dress, which I actually liked very much. And then when she removed her wig, she had kind of Cynthia Lee Fontaine sort of big balls, the kind of a ponytail that was formed out of balls. Um I liked this. I gave it, it was very middle of the road to me as far as what she could have done with it. I gave her a five. I agree with you. I it, it's I even have here, I don't even have a toot or boot. I couldn't decide. And I think that's the definition yeah. of a five. So what we're saying is the dress was very safe. Yeah. It was a very safe choice. It was a very okay. safe choice. Not too strong. <laughs> not too weak. Just right down the middle. Right in the middle. Okay. Uh, next, we have Milk. Mm-hmm. And no, we, no, we don't. We have Trixie. We have Trixie. And Trixie came out kind of doing where she referred to as Lady Bunny meets Naomi Smalls when she revealed the big Lady Bunny wig and the caftan to sort of have a very 70s-inspired mini and a very short pixie cut with horrible glasses. Um I did not like this at all. I, I did not like I did not like the the short wig at all, and I did not like the glasses with it. That it was too much with the crazy pancake makeup. I gave this a. Three. <gasps> I yes. lived for this outfit. I no, the lady no. bunny outfit was an eight, and I would say the reveal was a seven. Okay. All right. Our our first uh, split. Oh decision my god! Of the night. I was waiting for you to say what a big toot it was. Oh, now, you would think I would yeah. like it because it's all that 60s yeah. mod inspired and everything. But I, the, the short wig, if she could, if she had the short wig or the glasses, the two together on top of all of that other shit she puts all over her face, it just was, it almost made like a helmet kind of thing. Um, so next was Milk and Milk came out wearing like little, uh, they made a joke at looking like post-it notes, but it actually was like almost like little diamonds everywhere and had diamonds glued to her face and two stupid diamonds glued to her lips, which were distracting when she talked. And she had a uh, 
she pulled out her hair out of a large ponytail out of the top of her head. Only because this was very rainbow bright realness with the colors, I gave it a four. But as far as the hair goes, I did not like the hair. But I loved the shimmer of it. And you know that I'm a big fan of color, especially big, bright, bold colors. And in that regards, I liked it. Yeah, I was really torn on this look. I I like the shimmery part of it. I like the the stuff she was doing with her face. I kind of like where she was going. But again, it, it seems to be that Milk, in a lot of her looks, is patching together mediocrity. Like, in other words, it's, like, almost there, and then she just is like, that's good enough because I'm milk. Does that make sense? Well, I mean, her comment was, you know, this dress is all about my legs. I'm showing off my legs, and my legs are amazing, and legs go on for days. Bitch, it's about your head. It's not about your yeah, legs. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the, I'm like, you know, I'm with you on the four. Like, I was very close to a two, but it just wasn't there for me. I'm going to go with a four. All right. So next we had Aja, who came out in a very Japanese-inspired outfit with sort of big plastic hair that she came out walking out with and then removed that to have another look and then removed that to have a third look. Um, And she was another one that I didn't necessarily like it at first, but kept crossing out the number and then... Because I didn't like the big, weird plastic hair at first. Joe Joe just had a small spasm (laughs) on, on the screen right now. I gave the look... I gave the look a seven. I ended up really liking it. And there was lots of details as far as especially the piping in the bodysuit that was all rainbow and just the way she had her hair and her makeup. Aja is somebody I did not expect to like as much as I do this season as far as her looks and Mm -hmm. stuff. I think she's really become more polished over from her time between last season nine and this season. I'll tell you what she is. She's reverse milk. When she first showed up, because remember when she walked in – Sasha Velour was Aja is the thing in Brooklyn right now that everyone is talking about, you know? And mm-hmm. I think she walked in with that entitlement that Milk currently has. And then that season fucking knocked her down several pegs to where yeah. she had something to fight for and prove in All Stars 3. And she is fucking delivered. Yes. So. I think she needs to be knocked down a few pegs for her to get her jush, you know, and show it on this mm-hmm. season. I almost think maybe after this season, it'd be interesting to see Milk perform again. I wonder if she would get her jush back uh, because she's been knocked down. She was getting all this praise before. Everyone would been so excited for her to be on the season, including me. And she's yeah. been, she's been so, she's been trashed on the social media. She, I saw, because I was on our Twitter one day, and she, I saw that she did do a tweet that said, this has been, you know, that this has been a learning experience for me, and please don't, please don't send hateful tweets and stuff, because I am learning about myself as I am watching the show. All so, right. you know, well, I mean, on the one hand, I, if, if you're saying something like that, at least you have the presence of mind to recognize you're acting the fool. Yeah. You know, whereas when you look about All Stars 2 and Fifi's response to things was very defensive, Milk's response seems to be a little bit more, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, let me let me learn from this. Yeah. Okay, so next we have Kennedy Davenport wearing nude. We know how I feel about nude. And she had three wig reveals. Mm-hmm. And I did not like any of them. And I did not like the dress. And I didn't get the weird pink hair, the short Carol Brady pink hair that went with it. It just didn't go. I gave this a three. 
Um, I might give it a four, but I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you in theory and I'm with you in spirit, my brother. But I think I give I Thank think I you. give it a four. One of the wigs I think I may have liked more than the others. I think there was like a a short kind of reminded me of the one Peppermint had. I think in the finale, maybe. Uh, yeah, there was like a white. Wasn't there like a little white? Kind of like spiky. Well, see, thing? see, that's just yeah. it. We literally watched the show an hour ago. We can't yeah, remember yeah, what yeah, the wigs yeah, look yeah. like. I, it was very forgettable. Yeah. Um, next we have Chichi. Oh shit! What did Chichi have? It was on? horrible. Oh, Chichi had Chichi had on. I kind of liked it. It was it was a a pattern dress where she came out with a huge afro that she took off, and then she had very long Naomi Campbell hair, and she had the like the uh, uh, Middle Eastern inspired nose rings, and she had where she had the nails with the chains on point, everything like that. I I didn't necessarily like it at first, but as she was sitting in deliberation and talking and stuff, I liked it more. I liked the cutouts in the hips. And I mean, I, I, there's something about Chi Chi that I genuinely enjoy. And I also enjoy Chi Chi's arms. Chi Chi's oh got an amazing God. arm. So Chi in the workroom, when they first announced the maxi challenge was mm-hmm. gorgeous. I, yes. Oh my God. I thought at one point when she kind of hugged Shangela, I was like, Chi Chi's kind of oh, cute. Chi Chi was very cute in that workroom, in that act four, whatever it was, act three. So has Chi Chi lost weight or gained weight? Because they showed, which I have this written down, they showed the shade tree at oh, one yes. point, the shade tree testimonial. That was very like, I totally forgot about the shade that tree. That was the most the shade and- tree has ever been shown. <laughs> It was that was so much that they had to show it twice, and they showed it two years later. They For those the of you in. who don't remember or didn't watch season eight, in season eight they introduced something called the Shade Tree, okay, and it was a room that the girls could go to at any time, and there was a camera, and they could do their own confessionals when they were feeling stressed. Well, the intent was it when they were feeling stressed and whatnot, but they they think they used it like literally for three seconds one time to show kimchi saying something yeah i read that the reason was that most of the girls went in there just to like literally fuck around and fuck with it and not take it seriously and like most of the material was unusable but um that what we saw right now with the shade tree was the most we've ever seen in the shade tree ever yeah they got their money's worth sort of out of it go on i forgot about the shade tree yeah so she, you know, so she looked, I mean, she also had that blonde, curly ramen noodle hair, but I, I gave this look a five. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of middle of middle, middle uh, five, but I want, I think I'm going to bump it up to a six. Oh, so. great. So I'll take away my one from the four and give her a three. God, that was horrible. <laughs> okay, well, there you I go. I didn't like it. It was a boot. Okay. So then we have Shangela. I don't remember what you wore. She. Shangela came out looking like an ear of corn. <gasps> oh yes, and then eventually opened up the ear of corn to be to reveal a brown and yellow dress with with little bits of green accent on it, and kind of sea witch hair, mm-hmm. sea witch party city yeah. hair that also had little pink flowers in it. I kind of loved this. I I don't know why. I, I am getting a look of disapproval right now. Well, I think there's something about. I think it is something. Well, let me let me let me. You know, <laughs> I'm going to do a change to do the hold hold on a milk. Let me let me explain. I think it's something about the colors because it was they were very it was very bright yellow, very bright brown, and very bright green, and there was something very 70s aesthetic to it that I kind of liked, even though the whole outfit like was kind of dumb. Like I don't remember what the wig that she had on first even looked mm-hmm. like. 
But then she took off that she had this green wig underneath it. And I know that we had a listener who was t- live tweeting, apparently, <laughs> the entire episode. Mm-hmm. So I'll be sending you a bill for my data plan, sir. And uh, he he had talked about how much he hated the dress. And then I was kind of like, oh, I just wrote down a seven. But <laughs> I, 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 I stand by my number. I, I liked it. I gave it a seven. I don't remember it enough. I remember liking the part where she came out in the corn. I think I remember liking the dress from the neck down and hating the wig. If I remember correctly. If the wig had been done properly, mm-hmm. it would have been amazing. But it looked, it was very Party City. It was very much a shake and go Halloween bright green wig that she, I don't know if she like glued flowers into it or what it was. But it was, I I loved the color combination Here's of what it. I do remember. RuPaul with the what? amazing Jazz and Masters reference with the pop the corn and feed the children line. Season yeah. seven, Jazz and Masters said, pop the corn and feed the children. And <laughs> RuPaul dropped that joke. And I, I didn't howl with laughter, but I was like, oh, you go, RuPaul. That was a good reference, her writers. Ru- RuPaul looked great. <laughs> RuPaul's writers. RuPaul looked great tonight, she too. She looked really, really good. I, she, I love the fact that she has kind of embraced a new look. Where we're kind of doing the bigger, and we're not doing that platinum blonde hair, but we're doing like a like a like a honey honey blonde, mm-hmm. like a honey brown, and the makeup is feels more angular, I guess, but it works for her. I I, I so far, whereas like last season with the whole Matthew Raven debacle, where we would spend much of our time talking about how horrible she looked. So far, she's three for three well, for me. Well, it's still Raven and Delta, Delta doing the wigs. And the wigs, if you know anything about Delta's wigs, they look just like a version of Delta's wig. So her aesthetic is coming in the wig, but it works on Rue. Right, but that's what I'm saying. They finally, they were able to figure out, they were able to put everything together and they've got, they've got the RuPaul that, she's, she looks great. She looks amazing. All right. Well, and that's the look. Back on the main stage, RuPaul deemed BB and Shangela as safe. The judges were feeling Trixie, Ben, and Kennedy's oats, while Milk, Aja, and Chi-Chi didn't get as much love. In the end, Ben and Kennedy were placed in the top two, and they were sent to the back to deliberate on who they would send home. Back in the workroom, Milk is puzzled to be in the bottom. Kennedy reveals she won't be meeting with the bottom three queens. Trixie admits that she was frustrated with Milk's improv performance stepping on her own. Chi-Chi gives up, and Milk has a special reason why Ben should not send Milk home. Now, I had set this up for her meeting with Ben, but since Taylor referenced it, let's go to actually... The moment when Milk said, uh, you know, talks about being in the bottom. Okay, so why don't we hit that first, and then we will go to uh, Milk talking about to Ben. So we'll go, we'll go right one right into the other. I did not see this coming at all. I'm being penalized for going a hundred percent full throttle, and I don't a hundred percent agree with the critiques. I thought Trixie and I had an amazing back and forth. I really thought I killed that challenge. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a situation. To be in the bottom three with two queens that didn't give 100%, that were bulldozed by their scene partner, and then there's me. 
I haven't made sense of it all yet. Obviously, this isn't my thing. I'm not, I'm not super into comedy. And so I thought that being that way and succeeding in a way, that it would be like, wow, Milk, you did it. Just know that I want to be here. Know that I want to continue. The judges actually want me to continue in this competition. The other queens respect me, and they want me to be here. I am not on the level of these bottom queens. And to be compared to them, it pisses me off, but I'm feeling confident. Okay. Back on the main stage, Ben and Kennedy go head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their legacy. The song... I do my makeup in somebody else's car We ordered different drinks at the same bars Green Light by Lord. I know about what you did and I want to scream the truth Kennedy is named the winner of the challenge and she swiftly sends Milk back to New York City Taylor, any final thoughts on the episode? The whole the judges want me here and the other queens respect me and they want me here too is possibly one of the grossest things we've ever heard on this show. And that's saying something. Yeah, it was, it was really, really <laughs> That's gross. from a show that says pop the corn and feed the children. I mean, that is just a gross delusional. And that's kind of that, that that's that weird narcissistic. I'm a pretty boy with an artistic flair so I can do anything. And everybody just ooze and ahs. I take a shit and everybody just thinks it's the most amazing poop ever. It's gross. It's disgusting. As far as the lip sync goes... I don't understand why they picked this song. This is an odd song for a lip sync. Yeah. There's not a lot of energy to it's it. It's not super um, hummable or... No, no. I, I Honestly, I've never heard the song before, which I'm sure will... Evan just clutched his pearls, but I... This song is not something that I necessarily am all that familiar with. Between the two of them, Kennedy should have won. Yeah. Kennedy was amazing to watch. And that was something where when we... Before... When... Uh, Ben was saying, you know, if I don't win this one, then I'm down two for lipsticks. You know, even though I've won three things, my husband and I both went, well, girl, you're going to lose because it's Kennedy motherfucking Davenport. So there's no way you're going to win this one. So I thought that she did. She was much more, she was much more emotional than, whereas Ben was theatrical. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's why she won that first look with the crazy hair and the makeup was terrifying. But when she eventually removed the, removed the wrap and took off the one hair it was much more in control but i was i was not a fan of the song at all now do you what about you um i wasn't a fan of the song the lip sync you could tell they had it they the the editors were trying to prove to you why kennedy won and she should have won yeah and ben gave a good performance you know she did the best with what she was given i think that that song is a tough one uh to do but i think kennedy pulled it out but but just look they knew kennedy was going to pick milk I don't know what Ben, but they they could see the drama. That one was set up. It was like the girls handed the producers well, a present here. Well, yeah, because at some point there's going to be the mirror moment, the mirror moment of all mirror moments from season two. And they know yes. they're going to have this crazy bitch waiting in the wings to come tearing at Kennedy mm-hmm. unless Kennedy gets voted off before. 
Yes, which I don't think is going to happen. Now, do you have any desire no, to hear Milk leaving or what she says in the workroom or anything like that? I mean, if you want to play it for the the folks at home for for historical well, I reasons, she I understand why. I feel something gross there too at the end, doesn't she? Oh, she's everything she said tonight was gross. Every single thing she said. Let let me let me check it out really fast. It, she even talked about the fact that she said that she feels like Kennedy is the next one that needs to go home. At this point in the game, me holding this, it's, it's stupid. Fact that I was eliminated, even though another queen had been in the bottom three times, dumb. I know a lot of girls think it's unfair for them to be going home, but I just don't see how this was my week. Yeah, so like, she's delusional. She must, I mean, well, that, yeah. Yes. I mean, right. like, no other queen has... Has any other queen knocked the other queens when they left? Morgan didn't. Thorgy didn't. Not this season. Not, yeah, well, Thorgy not... was knocking Bob. Right. Well, and, and I think about, you know, when I... The, the only thing that really comes to mind, and maybe because we just did this, but, you know, Gia Gunn on her season kind of trash-talked the other queens that were still left well, at Well, she was talking about Milk. Gia was trash talking. Oh, she was talking about. You're right. She was talking about milk. Oh my god. She's talking about. You know. You're just. You're just a dude. Um. Yeah. No. I. I think. I mean, when Fifi was, did, she didn't even. Did she talk no, shit not, about? I don't, I don't remember. Alyssa. Again, we'll we'll find out. People will tell us. <laughs> Again, a, t- a tweet from Evan at four yeah. in the morning for both of us. Well, it'll be seven in the morning for you. Um. Okay. Uh, any other final thoughts in the episode? No, it was it was probably my least favorite of the three so far. Oh, really? I like but that. there were some amazing perf- Ben as the cougar is one of my all time favorite things ever on Drag Race. Um, you know, one of the, an interesting thing is that every episode this season, in some way, Valentina has had been mentioned or shown on this show. So, for instance, on the Us Weekly cover that they showed, like a fake Us Weekly cover, uh, they. Had, Rue Weekly. Oh, Rue Weekly. They had Valentina yeah. was in it. And I think in the previous two episodes, she's gotten a mention. Uh, in the first one, when Ben said she thought Valentina would be there. And then someone makes a Valentina reference in episode two. I don't remember how that is. We got the shade tree in there. Uh, I'm looking at my notes here. Um, I think we got everything in that we wanted to get in. Again, once again, if you want a deeper dive, I'm going to do... Well, I mean, look... Once I go in on Reddit tomorrow and and the, the Reddit community has a chance to just completely tear this episode apart, uh, I will do a Rulaska thought, a deep dive that hopefully will come up like Sunday night or Monday morning. Uh, and you can get that at the $2 level. That's called the, the Filler Queen level at patreon.com slash drag race recap. Uh, $1 gets you the rumor mill, which with a show with me and Evan, but also the $2 level now. And, and Taylor and I are about to record this. What I, I was going to call it... Um, I had a name for it. Untucked. RuPaul's Drag Race Untucked. R- Dr- Drag Race Recap. Recap Untucked. Yeah, reca- the Form Decor Lounge, I think I called it. But uh, you know what? I like... <laughs> All right. Let's do the Form Decor Lounge. I want to save Untucked for season 10. But we're going to do this pilot okay. episode of just Taylor and Joe shooting the shit as we process the show. Uh, and t- and apparently telling an amazing story. I don't know if it's amazing. It's it's sad. It's pathetic about something I did. Okay. <laughs> so so in my world, it's amazing. <laughs> um, in fact, how's this? Better. Kiss today, goodbye. 
the sadness and the sorrow, sweetness and the sorrow. I'm about to tell Taylor what I did. No, what I did for love. What I did for. with a guy a guy I knew in college he was my first real true love and he's Colombian <laughs> what I did for him? I don't know how this song goes okay I was gonna say okay you're singing too okay. much can't sing this, you can't sing on the show. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, that's right, I forgot about that. Yeah, no singing, no singing aloud on the show. That fucking asshole, I'm sorry, I was gonna end the show. That fucking asshole, I hope he's listening. You're right, Taylor. <laughs> I shouldn't sing on the show. That's right. There should be no singing on the show. Good thing I didn't go on a five-minute rant right now that I just edited out of the show. Because that guy would be really mad if I did. Or, God forbid, his husband hear that five-minute... Yes, if his husband heard it, that would be horrible. Well, Well, because we know, because the husband... Well, now we have to tell him one. Some guy wrote in to the show. Okay. You just said you weren't going to talk about... You are going to edit this out. Now you're going to start it all over people don't know what I'm talking about. So, you know what? Go to... Did he send to us on Facebook? Yeah, go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Drag Race Recap, and look what one guy had to say about uh, him and his husband enjoying the show. Well, that concludes this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Tune in next week and every week as Taylor and I discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 3. Until then, for Taylor the Latte Boy and myself, sashay away. Until next week. Want to share your thoughts about Drag Race? Email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com. If you want to help the show, leave us a review on iTunes. The more positive reviews we get, the higher we move up in the rankings, and that helps the show find a bigger audience. If you want to help the show even more, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dragracerecap. For as little as $1 a month, you gain access to exclusive bonus content not available on the main podcast feed. For up-to-the-minute news about the show, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dragracerecap and follow us on Twitter at dragracerecap. To find all of our old episodes, visit us at our website at dragracerecap.com. Taylor has his own podcast. It's called Pod Is My Copilot, and you can find it at podismycopilot.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Taylor on Instagram and Twitter at PIMC Taylor. Want to hear me talk about Drag Race even more? Well, then listen to me on One on One with Larry Flick every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, exclusively on Entertainment Weekly Radio Channel 105 on Sirius XM Radio. 
You can also find me on my other podcast, Catching Up with Mike and Joe, available at catchinguppodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batance. That's J O E B E T A N C E. 